Welcome to episode 48 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am TC Fontaine, joined by Malik Ricks and the Essential Wreak Havoc. Uh, you know, as always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes or, or Apple Music or wherever, uh, just give us, you know, a review or something. Let, it know, let us know, you know, great yeah, show, yeah. you know, dope show. Uh, leave a fire yeah. emoji, you know, whatever works, whatever works. You know, links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Uh, link to the merch pages on there, man. Go cop one of them Black Lives Matter t-shirts available yes, now. Uh, you know, it, it, it's comfortable. It fits well. It looks good. You know, I, I designed it. Uh, took me like an hour. So I was actually kind of proud of it. And then, like, somebody told me put it on a t-shirt, and I put it on a t-shirt. So, like, now nah, it's on a t-shirt. So, absolutely. Hey, man, what's up with y'all, man? How y'all doing? Is he? Sheesh. Facts. So that time you're supposed to be in the house. I'm 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 too busy. <laughs> All right, man. You don't wanna you don't wanna catch that stuff, man. Uh y'all been, y'all been watching any wrestling. I know we we did the uh the Slammiversary and the Extreme Rules uh recap shows it's like a few days ago, man. Y'all y'all been y'all been keeping up with anything since then? You know what I Honestly, just watched? Not, <laughs> you know what I just watched a little bit of? Like I just before we jumped on. Pentagon and Sammy Callahan. The okay. hair match. That was, was wild. Who was that? Yes. Was that in Black, Mexico? Uh, Mexico. Yeah. Slammiversary. Oh, okay. Yep. That was, uh, was it that 20, was 2018? From, yeah, it was pick for match of the year. Yeah. Yeah, yep. That match was fire. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go ahead to check that out, man. Cause yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what my match of the year in 2018 was. I, I haven't seen this one. My match of the year in 2018 was was Charlotte and Becky at uh, Evolution. That was that's probably my favorite match of the whole year. So, I can see that. That's that's the discussion right there. Yeah. Well, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Match of the yeah. year for each decade, we could do that. We, we could do that. We could say true. that for the future. Yeah. yeah, we we just talking, man, about uh how to how to liven this up a little bit. So. uh Cause you know them regular old discussions get boring sometimes. Like, yes, sir. I don't want to be a recap show. Like, we not a not a recap show. I don't I don't want to dedicate myself to being a recap show. We could talk about other things more interesting. Already, right? Y'all y'all seen it? Y'all need us to talk about it two three days later. Like, I don't care about what about the show. Honestly, like, I'm I'm with everybody. Like, and, and this is something I mentioned like a few weeks ago. It's like middle of July, like June. This this shit just boring. Like. It don't really pick up until we start building the SummerSlam. So, so really, I just be having Raw and SmackDown on. Like, it, it, I want to talk. We can talk about SmackDown. Like, I don't want to. I want to get too deep in what happened last week on SmackDown because, like, it wasn't that good of a show to be talking about for you know five days later. But uh, let's talk about this Naomi stuff, man. Um, that's like the yes, one sir. thing that stood out. Uh, Naomi and Lacey Evans, they faced off uh, in a contest. It uh, wasn't really good. It was, it was kind of short, but it, it did what was, you know, what it was intended to do. It pushed along something that, you know, looks like we we're building to. Uh, you know, we, we just got a, a Lacey Evans heel turn. There they go. Dogs. I hate Talk. these dogs, bro. I hate them, bro. <laughs> I, was just, I was just watching some dogs earlier, man. 
Snoop Dogg and DMX. Oh, I'm gonna say you volunteer to watch dog. I was watching them. That's that's why I didn't watch Dynamite. I'm watching Dynamite like right now, you know, by the way. So uh but anyway, um so after that match uh that they had, uh it was a loss for Naomi. Um and she just got back to TV, but but fans took to Twitter and just let their voices be known uh with the hashtag Naomi deserves better. Uh, I just want to get y'all thoughts, but like first, I want to like preface this that uh, I'm not trying to like invalidate uh, the experiences that Black wrestlers have in this industry that we discuss every week, because it's clear as day. Like we see a lot of it play out on TV. We've seen a lot of it play out through storylines in the past, just as recently as last year. Um, so you know, but I do think like this this going viral at this time was kind of a reach because Naomi just got back to TV about two weeks ago. And it's clear that we're, we're doing something with her. And I think, as I always say, just let things play out. Um, you know, it's clear she's going to be involved with Lacey Evans. Like, does Naomi deserve better over these last, like, you know, year or two? Yeah. I don't. Like, but, oh, but one thing, uh, let, let, why are we complaining about the booking, though? when she hasn't had a chance to do anything since coming back. Like, she literally just got back. Like, why are we complaining about the heel opponent doing heel tactics, like, you know, pulling hair and stuff like that? Like, that's how, that's how women fight. Like, like, especially somebody that is playing a character like Lacey Evans, where she's jealous. Like, she she's jealous over probably one of the most trivial things ever is losing a karaoke contest. So, like, she's going to do petty stuff, like grab hair and just, like, little – stuff like that but we know that both of them can whoop ass for real and so i i feel like down the line we're gonna get like an actual legitimate match between these two because both of them haven't been doing anything at all it's not just naomi like neither one of them have really done anything that's interest others like i know uh lacey evans has gotten a few title shots in the last year she hasn't won anything though so like both of these women have had pretty bad booking but they're doing something. Why, why are we not letting that play out? I think it's time we ask this question. And this is not to get off the, the, that topic, because I'm going to stay with this. But I think it's time we really ask this question. Is it possible that all the spotlight that's been put on Bailey and Sasha is overshadowing the rest of the roster, particularly on SmackDown? Because you got to think, outside of Alexa and um, Nikki, that the whole stuff they've been doing with them on SmackDown. Who else has really been featured in terms of the women's division on SmackDown? The goats. We haven't we haven't been seeing them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I don't know where getting Mandy, back to Naomi, we haven't seen her at all. Yeah, I don't know where Mandy and Sonya Deville have gone. Yeah, like, they they're they, on TV they're, a few weeks ago. They're gone. Carmella's not on there. Dana's not on there. I mean, it's just like everybody's out. You know what I'm um, saying? So for everybody oh, to, to say now that Naomi deserves better, like that that that's real, real quick on the trigger. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's too soon. A lot of them deserve better. Like like that right. women's division on SmackDown is very thin, uh, very top heavy, and it also goes back to the point like like we were talking about with Deanna Perazzo is just where they kind of dropped the ball on her, but at the same time is so many other women ahead of her. Like, I, I think I mentioned with Mia Yim on a few episodes back where, like, she's just there because I can't see her getting a shot over, you know, the Tegan Knox, the Dakota, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae's 
down there but she's a good like stepping stone for them like she puts on good matches she's dependable it's kind of the same situation where I can see Asuka being in in a couple years like she she gets title shots now because like she's still kind of a prime member of the the women's roster but you gotta you gotta think like in a few years like Asuka getting older she she gonna be used to put some other women over she's not gonna be getting these shots but like she's still gonna be that person I think like unfortunately that's the position Naomi's in but I think it's also just amplified because she's a black woman and you know she's she's amazing like no pun intended yeah um one I'm gonna start off saying it's always a good time when Twitter is praising a black woman just want to say that um mainstream though like I'm talking I'm talking about yeah yeah big name actors and actresses and stuff just like even commenting on it right because when you think about it okay let's look at the start of her introduction onto the main roster from where she started like I, I want the people to think of this from where Naomi started to everything she done in her career that's low key unheard of from start off with dancing with Brodus Clay and all that stuff like out of all the three of them Naomi has had the best wrestling career and we didn't even, she didn't even come in as a wrestler you know what I mean and um from winning to Wrestlemania and coming in and winning all those those world titles like honestly let's be real uh how many black women wrestlers can we say have did that you know what i'm saying like she has got her just due now i can say this they might be mad saying that because she's working with lacey evans because that's how I'm, that's how i'm feeling about jeff harvey jeff hardy and his shameless shit like jeff hardy deserves way better than shameless and no disrespect to shameless <laughs> he deserves way better you know what I'm saying? I think people are, I think it's mostly like uh well where it started. I'm not gonna say where it, it where it is. I think it started from like, oh, she working with Lacey Evans. Y'all y'all really doing this to her type stuff because it was really you know, the karaoke like contest. Yeah, it, it might have been something like that. You know what I'm saying? So um, but you know who do deserve better? He just ended a streak on it's Raw. Shelty. After 14, ah. is they, what was it, 14 years, they said? So, all right, so uh, I mean, let me pull this up. So uh, this past Monday on Raw. Uh, you like, you uh, like that trans, that trans, trans Yeah, I like that. That was dope. That was dope little segue, man. Um, so uh, this past Monday on Raw, you know, we ain't going to talk too much about Raw because, like I said, it wasn't really that good of a show. But uh, Randy Orton and Big Show was cool. Uh, we, we talk about that in a second. But um, – Sheldon Benjamin uh, is a new 24-7 champion. Um, and Sheldon Benjamin is now part of the, the Hurt business with uh, with MVP and Bobby Lashley. Um, Sheldon Benjamin winning the uh, 24-7 championship. He pinned R-Truth uh, in a backstage segment. That was his first singles victory on Monday Night Raw since December 2006 when he beat Super Crazy. So disrespectful. To be fair, to be fair though, uh, that same night he teamed up Fuck with. <laughs> to be fair though, yeah, that I'm, same night. I'm not trying to be fair. I know, <laughs> but you know, let, let me just let me just clarify because that that does sound outrageous. But very. Uh, that same night he uh, teamed back up with Charlie Haas, and so he only had like a good like five or six singles matches on Raw between. Uh, the super crazy match and uh, this one and uh, like three of those came last year. 
So I, yeah. I, I'm not. So a lot of tag team work, a lot of single stuff on uh, ECW and SmackDown. Uh, and there was Ring of Honor in the Indies. Yeah, I don't want to. He be never fair. went to Impact, did he? I want to be fair. No, no I don't think he went to Impact. But but see, this this is my thing, right? And this is why I don't want to be fair, because yeah, you put him in a tag team, and it helped the depth of the tag team division at the time. But we talking about a Shelton Benjamin after he. First off, first off, he came in with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's stipulation when he came into WWE was, you got to sign my boy Shelton Benjamin because he's a beast. Shout out so to they Brock. brought him in. Exactly. Brought him in, paired him up with, with, with Angle and Haas, right? But once he paired off as a single star and went to Raw, his first match, he beat Triple H. And then became yes, the sir. staple of the mid-card yes, as sir. Intercontinental Champion. They put he him in a gauntlet for the... Of the for the yeah. world title, like like right before yeah. he went to Raw, he was the standard of the mid card, yes sir, and could have been more than that. And then you look at, Should've you know, been. the years that went by after Charlie Haas, he just couldn't talk. Standard, the gold standard phase, yeah, yeah, he couldn't talk. But I mean, he he had everything else, you know what I'm saying? The gold the standard manager. phase, everything like that. It's like you couldn't give him a a, a, a victory or nothing like that. That, that that's crazy. He at should have got the ECW title back then. Like I would have thought he would have beat Christian or whoever was champ back then. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I I would have been I would have fine with that. I could have seen Shelton Benjamin winning the World Heavyweight title at some point in time. You know what I'm saying? That's why I kind of wanted him to win the first Money in the Bank. But obviously, you know, yeah, that worked out how it did, and I think he got history. It worked out perfectly fine. But he he probably could have won it. Like I don't he. He he couldn't have won it the year RVD won it because because of the ECW. ECW but like, nah, that was a that was an ECW heavy crowd. We you <laughs> they could they could have gave him over Mr. Kennedy weak ass. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for as many times as I never saw the match. I never saw the greatness in Mr. Kennedy. I don't think he was in the match that Mr. Kennedy won. Like nah, I know both both parties are in the edge. Crazy shit. Randy uh, Orton. Orton. Uh, CM Punk. Punk. No, Punk was yeah, Punk was in it. Punk was in there. Um, um Shelton was in four. He was in the first two, twenty-four and He was in the one he was in the year after that, right? Yeah. You don't want to see him punk yeah, win that year. Jeff Hardy that. was supposed to win. They could have had Shelton win that year. Oh god. What a too late. Yeah. Since, since the person that was supposed I to mean, win wasn't in it. Don't, don't get me started. I mean we, but, not, um, we we talked about that before. We only did talk about yeah. that. That that's what I'll be talking about, these workhorses of like Back then, Shelton was that workhorse. And, like, I think that's where me personally, why I get upset when I see the world title picture almost being, like, tossed around like it's nothing. You have guys who are workhorses. Like, yeah, of course, he might not be the best on the mic, like we just said. But you throw him with a manager, throw him anybody where that, that can speak for him and let him do the rest. You know what I mean? Like, the past 10 years, I, like I've, I've said this before, Brock Lesnar's best promos for the past 10 years was in the ring. He created a whole slogan on in a WrestleMania. What what that little line right there? I'm like, oh my god, he has something here. That was, you know, I, I remember when he said that. Yeah, I, I, me too. From beatboxing the Money in the Bank briefcase. Exactly. Like just little things, bro. Little things, but just you know. Hey, one day yeah, we need I, to I, have I that. Dis- we need to have that discussion one of these days about what, Brock Lesnar. 
about about Brock Lesnar, like an honest discussion about Brock, because we do, we do. People been he don't expecting Brock because like he he just don't be on Raw a lot. Like y'all was disrespectful as hell to Brock Lesnar in 2018, like and I did not like Very. it, bro. Very. Y'all was no. disrespectful to Brock uh, to to Brock last fall when he beat Kofi. Like yeah, I I didn't like that because like. It told a story. Kofi needs his rematch, though, but yeah, it told exactly. a story at the time. I'm going to keep it high. I was like thinking about this. Was I was actually thinking and, about this the other and day. And honestly, if, I was, if, I was hold thinking. Hold on, real quick. Can I, can I, can I, um, can I interrupt you real quick? If Xavier Woods didn't get hurt, we might have got the rematch already. But the fact that he got hurt, Kofi had to go back and be a tag team partner with Biggie. Can they do something Man, singles they, of both of them, yes, but I'm about to say that they could through the IC on Big E. Like but who, but who else was in the tag division though at the time? Well, that's their fault, man. You gotta be that is. Up. shit. You but, know what I mean? But know, I, I want to say this about Brock. When all else fails, grab I, 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 I can say this. Because I was one of those people who I hate that he wasn't there every week. But I'm gonna give him this. That man can put on a damn good match. I can say this. Like I said, the pro, the best promos he's had in the past ten years have all been in matches. He's probably been in one of the best triple threat of all time, oh, yeah. with him, Cena, and, and Rollins at that Royal Rumble. You know what I mean? And that Royal Rumble was ass. Because it's better than that one triple threat we don't talk about anymore. Yeah, we don't. That that Rumble was ass. But I they, love that match. Put on the show. Just can't talk about it no more. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do say that Rocky. He can't put on the show. I think we've been more mad at the the corporation more than him. You know what I mean? It's misdirected because anger. just 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 like just like Which, Shelton didn't win a match in ten years. Remember Brock? He was the world champion overall, and he didn't wrestle on the show for over ten plus years. I think it's, it's misdirected. You know, I think people forget that stuff. Yeah, it was misdirected. It's misdirected anger, anger like but like, which is ironic because like y'all direct the anger at the right people all the time, but just like in this one instance, y'all don't yeah. direct the anger to the right person. Like, yeah. you mean listen? If I'm Brock Lesnar, if, listen, I'm not even not even Brock Lesnar. I'm any person that works a limited amount of dates, especially something as as strenuous as professional wrestling, and I get paid as much money. Like, you would do the same thing. Like, you would take that deal nine times out of ten. Like, and the thing is, I mean, you right. love wrestling more than you love making a whole bunch of money for a small amount of work. Like, you just show up and you just stand there and let somebody else talk for you. You might get a little physical every once in a while. You go your ass home and don't show up for but another couple I think, weeks. I think it's people be mad because you don't have that world title picture. You know what I mean? Like when we hear world title, we think that's how it was back in the day. That's how it was in the, in the 80s and the 70s. Like. Exactly, bro. And nobody talks okay. about that no more. That's the only thing. Yeah, exactly. The thing you know is, what I mean? Brock, Brock shares some of those same frustrations. Like, you know, he's not one of those people that say, oh, yeah, just let me hold the belt for X amount of years. Like, you, you saw, you know, the end of WrestleMania 34. He was pissed because he didn't like the end result. They switched it at, at the end because they knew the crowd was gonna, wasn't going to be cool with it. And he was like, "Now nope, that's stupid because now, now what he's supposed to do? He's supposed to just drag this out some more." So it's like he shares some of that frustration. He gets what you're saying, but you know the yeah. thing about it is, you know, Brock is the bet one of the best elements of his game is storytelling. Like he went out, was it six years ago? Now he went out and demolished John Cena, who was at the top of the top of the food chain, demolished him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, you know, he had the rematch. You had the triple threat match that was fire. Then he went out there. He put up, he put Roman Reigns over huge. Everyone went into that match 
pissed off because Roman was the guy because he was being spoon-fed, forced down our throat and everything like that. He won the Rumble. Everyone yeah. went into that match pissed off. But coming out of that match, everyone had a new level of respect for Roman because Brock said, okay, I'm going to make this guy look as strong as humanly possible. They switched the finish, and Rollins came in and cashed in and won the belt. But by the end of that match, you had a new level of respect for Roman because, oh, okay, he really can go because Brock yeah. split him over big. And, and we got to have an episode about Roman. You know yes. what I mean? Roman Roman was never a problem. Only, nope. like I said before, that's, the that's somebody else Roman we need to be honest is, about. Is they pulled the trigger a year too late. Yeah. They give him a year before that, we love him. You know what I mean? Now, what I think we could do with him now is turn him heel. But hey, that's another conversation for another my, day. My, my Back on Brock. Issue, <laughs> my, my, my biggest issue, real quick, my biggest issue with Roman yeah. has never been him. It's been how they present him. It's like yeah. they won't let him flesh out him, you know, his real self on yeah. screen. You know what I'm saying? If they ever did that, the dude would get over no problem. But they had to put their own bits and pieces on his character. Like, no, you got to say this. You got to do this. You got to have this look when you go out He there. doesn't look like, like he likes to talk. Right. Y'all, y'all remember the suffering succotash? Yeah, that, I, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to talk about that because that's the stuff hey, I'm talking no, about. Listen, though, real quick. My favorite thing about that was how, like, he just looked into the hard camera and just, like, winked at it. Like, yeah, I pulled that shit off. <laughs> Yeah, but like they both fell victim because let's think about it. After we all realized Impact was just like terrible at this point, it's like, okay, now we're all back on WWE. And then once we got to see WWE do all the BS that they did throughout the years, we ain't really have nothing else to watch. Like me, I watched the indie scene, but their production wasn't good as them. You know what I mean? Like now that I always thought, I always say this. You know, maybe Ring of Honor and New Japan, if they would have merged together back in those days and came to the U.S. and did something, they might have had something, but they never did. You know what I'm saying? So all we really had was WWE. And like I said, it was wrong place, wrong time. They had the bad timing with Roman. You know what I mean? People was mad at Brock because we were mad at a company because we didn't have nothing else to watch. It's Brock's fault that they didn't pull the trigger on Roman to begin with because, like, they did the whole thing with the – with him breaking the streak and then he wins the title I, at SummerSlam. I blame Batista because they they let Batista won that oh, Royal Rumble that God. Hey, bro, I just seen I just and, seen the table spot you was talking about on Dynamite. Ooh, terrible. He <laughs> that was so it. bad. <laughs> the table didn't even break. Oh my God! Watch your blades strike. Oh yeah, that was another one. They they had they didn't break the table, but yeah. yeah. Oh, but it was two table spots. Oh yeah, are 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 they outside of the like are are They're they? At the, Looks like they're at a bar and like yeah no no wait till they get to the ring he's gonna okay uh, uh one of the botcher and blades is gonna flip out and he's gonna miss the the table completely it was supposed to be like how the way Jeff Hardy flipped onto like the tables on the Devon at the Royal Rumble that year oh, and, like Devon got the way to the table this one was Matt Jackson had like a not Matt Jackson but Nick Jackson had a like a little a sheet pan. like a bacon sheet yeah yeah like yeah. didn't and break the, the table. table just didn't break yeah no nah. nah, my bad I cut one of y'all off. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, no. Nah, um, the thing was Batista. Batista. That that was another example right there. It's like Batista did not want to come back and win it because he could, he yeah. took the temperature of the crowd. He's like, nah, man, this is not going to go over well. Yeah. Bring me back. He said, let me be, you know, uh, he said, let me come back as a heel because mm-hmm. they, weren't, they weren't feeling him. He's like, nah, let me just stay here. They tried to run him as a face when he came back. And it's like, okay, cool. We're glad to see Batista back. But just don't have him win, you know. Let him do anything else, 
but don't let him win the Rumble because 2014 was Daniel Bryan's year, plain and simple. Right. Like anybody that wasn't Daniel Bryan was going to get the same reaction. Ray Mysterio came out at number 30. I don't think we had saw him for like booed. a year, and they booed. let him have it. <laughs> like Ray Mysterio in 2014 got the that, meanest reaction. That was such a that was such a weird ass time for them though because like. People weren't like people weren't rocking with Batista. Like uh, CM Punk had left the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like right after the that Rumble. Night. Like yeah, like literally that fans, same fans night. Were just fed uh, up, bro. They was like really just fed up. Dude. So like then the stuff with Brock happens, and so like you gotta you push Batista to the background. You you do the stuff with Daniel Bryan. You had to postpone that because he gets hurt. You gotta you know give the title back to John Cena. Do the stuff you know put the title on Brock. And then Brock holds the title, doesn't show up the Raw that often, you know, for the next, you know, from August to, to the end of March. So you do all that, like, it's it's kind of hard to, to get Roman up there. Maybe they could have had, you know, but it just, it, it would look bad having Brock lose so soon after, you know, and then Brock didn't even outright lose when he did yeah. lose the title. So yeah. And honestly, honestly, that's when, like, it's a Wrestling, domino effect of different that, things that just kind of cause where where Roman's kind of position. He just got unlucky, yeah. honestly. Like, and that's kind of and that, and that's when like honestly wrestling shows really start coming out. Like that's when like people start watching like what culture and all these shows a little bit more. And when you see in that, and like they might have the same view you may have, and then it spreads out, and it's like, oh shit. Because I, I, you know, I was like that too. I was like, man, forget Brock. You know what I'm saying? Get him out of here. But like, you know, as you grow and you think about it, you look back on stuff. You like, well, this man had great matches. Me, y'all know me. All I care about is the matches and the title and what we doing with the title. You know what I'm saying? Where are we putting it? Who's holding it? But to say Brock didn't have good matches would be crazy. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I got, a, I got a, that- I got an unpopular opinion. About what? about Brock Lesnar matches, what? the the matches that Brock had with Goldberg at Survivor Series and WrestleMania were very very good matches for what they were. Hell yeah! That yeah, was yeah. Nobody thought Goldberg was going to win at Survivor Series that year when he came back. I didn't think about it until it happened. I was like, oh that makes goodness. sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That those then he could just lose at WrestleMania, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Uh, it it was it was one of those things that it set up. For that that trilogy, like okay, yeah. he went he starches him in what was like a minute and a half. So I'm like okay, I got they, a hot they take. Gotta blow off at, at WrestleMania. Ooh, what's your hot take, TC? I got a hot take. What's your hot take? All that time people was complaining about Brock Lesnar not being around. Brock Lesnar, we we could have we could have used him on SmackDown in 2017. <laughs> uh, we could have used him with it. Yeah, Ooh. like. He 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 was the he was a universal champ and then like you know but he could have been used on SmackDown. They could have had him be the the champ of the whole company. To be honest, if we didn't have two separate titles, mm-hmm. could have used him a lot more often to boost up that other show if he was there. Yeah, because Raw was fine. Like I gotta go Raw back was fine without monsters too. <laughs> see that. 2017 roster, the, the names that stand out to me the most on SmackDown, Jinder Mahal was the champion. Uh, oh, Lord. Oh, Randy, right. Randy Orton That's was all a you baby. had to say. Randy Orton was a baby face. 
That's when Great Khali uh, came out. <laughs> I was just listen, uh, oh, real quick. Also, I got another hot take too. I was just <laughs> I was just watching that. Man. I was you just, went back and watched that match? Punjabi prison. It was good, <laughs> low-key. Like it was a good match. It was just one. It was two. <laughs> Look at Rick. Hold on. Can I explain? Can I explain? It was good if you if you trimmed off like 10 to 15 minutes from it, it would have been decent. But like it was just way too long. That shit was like 40 minutes, and then like Kali came out and it was like, what the fuck? And then we never saw him again. So like you you take that away, you trim off like maybe 10 minutes of the match, you got a decent main event. You gonna make me watch this match again, and I swore an oath never to watch any of these title matches from Jinder Mahal. They, ever they uploaded it on YouTube. They uploaded it on YouTube. So I was like, "Why well, they upload this match?" I was like, "Is there something about this match that?" And now I watched it back. I was like, hey, "It wasn't really that bad. Like I thought it would." Yeah, I gotta watch. I was it the same game. way. Hey, I, I had hey, not seen it. Hey. If Reek stays good, I'm gonna take Reek word for it. I'm not going back and watching no Jinder Mahal, nothing. <laughs> Sorry, it's decent. If Reek, if it's, Reek it's stays not, good, I'm gonna bad. take his word for it. It's not as bad, but it's just like like that. But that's another thing. It was the time of that like happening where you you know, yeah. This yeah. is this is hindsight is twenty twenty. That's what happens when you you take these chances. You know, you try to do something new. But you don't you don't fully invest in it. Like they said, okay, let, let's let's push gender. You know what I'm saying? We got the we trying to open up that market in India. Let's push yeah. gender, get a new face out in front. But they didn't invest in it. They didn't go all Wait, the ain't way. Ain't he Canadian too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. His hometown is Canada. But I think it's from like Toronto, which is, okay. is funny because like uh, Santino Morello is also Canadian. Yes, for right. yeah. That's wild. Muhammad Hassan yeah. was born in New York. Yeah. <laughs> he's I think he's actually a, Italian. Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, he's Italian. <laughs> they really do stereotyping out uh, here, bro. <laughs> yeah, they they are extra, like for real. So if you're a racially ambiguous person or like you have another heritage, but like you're gonna play a character from somewhere else in wrestling. New hey, Jack was from uh, South Central. Yeah, New Jack was from LA. Kofi Kingston was from Jamaica. Jamaica. Oh my Where'd your God. accent go? <laughs> Welcome to Paradise. It was, it was a that, really bad accent. It was so bad that Triple H broke kayfabe to bring it up years later. What happened to you? <laughs> he used to be Jamaican. <laughs> no, he was Jamaican. <laughs> and then they did that time machine thing a couple years ago with New Day. Oh that my was my best <laughs> That was my best year. <laughs> it was at the time. It was. Like, yeah. Uh, until he, you know. Until last year. Until he missed the punch, you know, and Randy had a conniption. Hey, did y'all, y'all watch uh, NXT today? Or, or Keith Lee dropped the, he dropped the North American title. Oh, yeah, I seen that, bro. I, I, I seen the picture on it, but but I'm, that, that kind of made me mad, yo. Yes. But, but, the, but then I got kind of happy point? for the match that's coming up, though. Yeah, he, uh, for the greater good. His his, exp- <laughs> his explanation of it was because like he he's the world champion, and there's so many other people on the roster he wants to give an opportunity to that like I'm not gonna be defending both of these championships. I'm just keep it real with y'all. I respect the honesty because like 
somebody would be lying, but like, I'm gonna defend both of these titles. And like, you would think that would be on brand for Keith Lee, but like also yeah. kind of feel like him just, you know, wanting to give other people opportunities on brand. Like, I don't need both of these motherfuckers. I got this one, it's better. So like, y'all can have this shit. Like, <laughs> but does that discredit that title though? I don't like, think it does, real. but I, I think, would, I I think would it's want just, him to defend it's a stepping it for like, stone. I, w- I would want him to actually like hold both titles for a few weeks. You know what I mean? Like just just for a little bit, and then maybe on a episode of uh, NXT, he could have just dropped the title. But, really, honestly. But here's the silver lining to that, though, because uh, we're gonna get a bunch of triple threat matches over the next few weeks, and then the winners of those matches will uh, be in the ladder match to determine yes, the new champion. So, Wait, how many uh, people will be in this ladder match? Uh, I hope it's five. six, but five is fine. Is yeah, it looks like it looks like five might be six. But uh, Bronson, who do we Reed, want to see in these? Who Bron- want to see in Bronson these Reed. Bronson Reed is already qualified. Uh, yeah. Tonight he uh, he beat uh, former champions Johnny Gargano and Roderick Strong. That match should have closed the Ooh. show. I don't care what nobody said. It was looking good. I just did. I told you I was watching the battle. So I gotta I gotta go watch it. Like I'm watching uh yeah, I'm sorry. like uh, I think thing, this the table with, spot's about to come up too. The thing with carrying cross and yeah. magical. Oh, this is it right here. This is it right here. Uh oh. Keep talking. I'm, I'm watching it. <laughs> Keep watch, talking. watch it. Watch when you <laughs> nah, miss it. The thing the thing with carrying cross and Dajakovic was lit, but you know, that that triple threat match was fire. Wait, is it is it when you hit the neck breaker on the outside? Is that is that no no Oh, it's another. He thing. gonna dive through the ropes on. Oh, okay. Dive and, okay. And hit Matt. So why, when you see Matt lay on that table, that's when that's when he's gonna come. So uh, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm kind of confused right now. What's up? I'm looking. What's up? I was because I was trying to see who we want to be in these triple threat matches. So I, I just look back on uh, WWE.com. Look at some of the superstars. Why is Santo Escobar, and it has slash Jordan Devlin, NXT Cruiserweight Champions? I thought they stripped him. No, nah, he never got stripped of the title. Yeah, they never officially did. So we He's have still two champion. champions. Yeah, we got yeah. Escobar is the okay. interim champion. Like so, whenever Jordan Devlin is able to come back and work, they'll they'll have a a match to find out the undisputed champion. But hopefully that's soon. Reigning, defending. Oh God, Jordan Devlin. Oh, he missed the table completely. <laughs> 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 like he like he the table was like a good like two feet to the other side. Yeah, yeah. Botcher and blade, bro. Botcher, Botcher and blade. Strikes again. Strikes again. And they've been getting a lot of TV time too. Like, I hope Tony Khan knows like nobody way too much niggas. TV time. Nobody way likes these much. niggas. That's bro, why I, can't, I, can't, I cannot turn. The we stand. have not. We have not liked these niggas since the night they debuted. Exactly. And Caliber is just like. Hype about him, like we care, like nobody gives a fuck about these motherfuckers. Yeah, no. Oh, it's butcher. It's the send him, send I feel like they, I feel like they tell him to do that. It has to. Like they, they do. They, they be in his ear telling they him to hype have it up. To. And I don't understand why. Listen, like really we don't. like your casual audience do not know who these motherfuckers are. Yeah. Nor do we care. Oh, when, when no, I first seen him, so I was bad. like, who is, who is these old motherfuckers? <laughs> Well, I, wish yeah. I, I wish I was watching Dynamite. I would have posted that one. Yeah, <laughs> that was. Cause I, I love I love posting good. shit. Like I love posting shit on the page sometimes, and then like it'll be a Dynamite highlight, and it'll be like something that kind of looked like a, a move they didn't get off real smoothly, 
and then just people just be in the comments just talking shit. Like I'll just be reading this shit. It's like, yeah, uh, I might have to post that one. Please, bro. It's late. We it's, we need a hashtag. Get late. get them off TV, bro. Like, cause they're not good. Like. Goodness, bro. Don't, don't get me hey, started. Man. On that. Like, hey, nepotism is wild in that company. Like QT Marshall got a job. Like, oh no, how he got a job. Like, yeah. Hashtag we deserve better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do. We it's do. Okay. Y'all got like, enough tag teams that you can keep these niggas off TV. Too really many. Do. Way too many. More than enough. Like y'all didn't want to sign Gallows and Anderson, but y'all y'all kept these motherfuckers around. Preach DC. Actually, actually, they, they, they kind of, they kind of did that to themselves, cause they were, they was a little skittish about the, about the start. You know, what I'm saying they would, they didn't, weren't sure like how it was gonna go off. With would, would, would you not like do the same thing though? I, I, I ain't mad at them. At the end of the day, so you tell me like a whole bunch got, of money. This established company with a lot of money versus this company that's only been yeah. around for like seven months with a lot of money. Like, I'm gonna take yeah, the that's one that's true. been around for fucking five decades. Hell yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I can't. I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing, but it's like you know, y'all sat down, y'all talked with you know the, with Kenny and the Bucks and everything, and they had this idea, and they're like, listen, y'all want to be it's business, properly. man. Y'all want to be in the right. Bro, they, it's the wrestling business, man. You know. They could have put the best friends in that match, bro. Made it yeah, for a number honestly. one contenders match. Yep. Private party, something. SCU, where they been at? You could yeah, put some... They had their career. Where, they where, where, where Jack Evans and uh and the other homeboy? Oh, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. uh where Luchasaurus and, and Jungle Boy at? You could have anybody. Where where exactly. Santana Ortiz at? Anybody but these niggas. <laughs> Where, where's Sammy? Where's Sammy at? Like Sammy still suspended? Like, I feel Sammy, like it's, it's Sammy's back. Days. He actually, no, he he did. He debuted later on in the show. Actually. Oh, Sammy was on the show. All right. I see. Oh, I, 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 I seen that on online. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, so, it had to be thirty days. He came out of his yeah. class. I don't know, man. I don't I'm tired know, of seeing these motherfuckers on the show. Like, let's give us, give us, give us the the FT. Where the Lucha Bros at? You could have Lucha Bros versus these motherfuckers. Bro, where, Lucha Bros versus anybody is a good match. Where, Lucha Bros versus a, a paper bag is a good match. Quick, give just give us the damn, give us the damn FTR Young Bucks match. Like y'all could have did that. What are they waiting on, TZ? Uh, 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 <laughs> what are they waiting on? Now, I remember I said this. I said this weeks ago. Hey, I don't, I, I'm not advocating for them losing their job. I just want them to be off TV and get a little better. Uh, and no. then come back when they nah, get nah, nah, them to AEW Dark. That's where they belong. That's where they need to stay. They could yeah, be on AEW Dark. And, ooh, nobody don't get me started on. Don't, don't get me started on Dark. I, I'm starting to hate this show. I don't watch it. I don't 100%. watch it. I've not seen one episode. Yeah, I haven't either. But a squash it. fest. If you do watch it, go watch the one through maybe five. But besides that, it's a squash fest, bro. Don't. I figured yeah. out when I seen like they had like John Moxley on there, and I'm like, that's like when JBL was on Velocity back in the day when he was yeah. right. I was about to say that. I'm like, yo, nobody was or, watching. Or they could have had Billy Gunn and Austin Gunn in this match, like. We haven't seen Austin Gunn really wrestle yet. So, I mean, 
something. He could have right, like people on TV. Like something. people actually like when Billy Gunn wrestles on Dynamite too. Because I it's love so when Billy Gunn wrestle. And his son is just as as, as annoying as he is. Oh yeah, don't them in. That, <laughs> that could have made for a hell of a match. Better than Botcher and Blade, bro. Oh. Anyway, let, let's this, change the subject. This is a this is a Botcher and Blade hate podcast. Yes, so, it is. They get no love on this podcast. Ain't no disrespect to them in real life. You know, whoever they are, they might be great people. They might be great people. Y'all they characters are terrible. Like, they might are they, terrible listen, in the ring. Listen, they might be great people. We know, like, a lot of these wrestlers we find now aren't great people over the last couple months. Exactly. Ago. And y'all need to stop acting like divas because nobody knows you, nigga. You're not really famous. You're wrestling famous. You're not really famous. A lot of wrestlers is like that. Like, my bad, my bad. We, I, I, I'm, we don't need to say names, but it's a lot of it's a lot of wrestlers out there that's divas that Go aren't known. You will see. It was a lot of them mugs at Starcast, like, and it, it was some dudes like, that you think you for real famous, bro. It is. It was some dudes I'm fans of who who are who are legends who have been in the game for a very long time. Now it's kind of like that. I give them the benefit of the doubt because they're legends. Yeah. They've been at this yeah. damn convention center every day for like four straight days they probably tired they probably want to go home they probably tired of being around wrestling fans all the time because i was so i can only imagine them have they've been around wrestling fans every day for years so yeah. I, I i can only understand but, but they earn they right too they earn like, they right like like, yeah. like x-pac had he could he could have he could have dissed us crazy but he yeah. took his time out and had a conversation with two dudes who who didn't buy a single thing from his booth, he yeah. literally said to have a conversation. I have a video. Him. I have a I have a video with Xbox speaking to him that I will live on forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, I got you. But um, yeah, bro. Some of these guys are extreme divas. No, I just seen a uh, Nick Jackson hit that 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 sensor the senton off of the stage. I didn't, I didn't see the rest of them. Yeah, see that part. Uh uh-uh. uh, yeah, yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, he's another one I would hope goes to be a single wrestler. But like, yeah, X Pac was cool. That's, like, he's pretty dope. Yeah, uh, Nick Jackson cool. Uh, yeah, yeah but X Pac, yeah, X Pac was dope. Uh, Harry Smith, he he talked to you. Uh, yeah. uh, what's his name? Sean Spears was talking to us off the record. Like he he was letting loose on us. I kind of wish we got yeah, it on, on camera. Like, Sean Spears, TJP, TJP, TJP. let loose. TJP always cool. Uh, I talk Justin, to TJP all the Justin, time. Uh, Justin Roberts was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a picture with him. He gave us a free picture. Yeah, like, I paid twenty dollars for a picture with Jr. Justin Roberts gave us a free picture. Wild. Most down to earth. I paid thirty dollars actually. Because ATM yeah. fee was like ten. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> they got you. <laughs> And it's Jr. though, like oh, like I have, I have, like I, I conveniently had a Nebraska Cornhusker shirt on that same day. Jr. is a is an Oklahoma Sooner fan. You was definitely paying. So like I was paying however much it cost. <laughs> what, what would you say, Rick? Nah, uh, most down to earth guy I think I met in terms of wrestling was definitely McFoley. Like that dude. I mean. Because there was a bunch of media people there. I saw him twice. I saw him in Long Island for PFL 2. And then in New York, when they were doing the press conferences for the New Year's Eve show, my man was like, yo, all the media people there, they want to come do interviews, take pictures, everything like that. He's just like, yo, just 
come on, let's do it. We sit down, have yeah. an interview. And then Lillian was cool because he, he shows up. Oh, for her, man, Lillian her. was the best. Yeah. She, yes. She said to us, she's like, listen, if you guys want to do some like interview stuff like that, let me know. And I was just talking to him. I'm like, yo. <laughs> yes. Love yeah. Lillian. Like when, oh. I, when, I, when I got to meet Lillian at the PFL, it was like after the show and she was just kicking it. And I was just like, I was asking, can I get a picture for like the website? She was like, yeah. And after that, we could take a picture. And I was like, oh, shit. You ain't got to yeah, ask me. Yo, her, her and CJ, I was talking to her a whole bunch between Long Island, Atlantic City, yes. Vegas. The after party, bro, after the show, they had like a little like section in the I'm, bar. I'm still mad like I wasn't there. Yo, it was lit, bro. They had a whole private party section. They had it to set, come through. We was talking to her, her husband. Her husband's mad cool. He was telling me all the shows yeah. to check out in Vegas and stuff like that. Like, man, I'm, I'm kicking with y'all, man, for real. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think last one is probably, like I said before, Booker T. I mean, oh, at Starcast, yeah. you could tell he was tired. He really didn't want to say nothing if you ain't buying nothing. Understandable. He earned his stripes. He could do that. But when we got that, when it was at Pac- yeah, when we got to see that, Pat, when he was at Pacquiao and uh, Keith Thurman, and I got to see him in the media room, bro, and, like, I literally just walked up to him like, man, you you raised me, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you raised me. What's happening? Like, what's up? And we actually got to like chop it up a little bit. I gotta take a picture. I'm like, that's probably one of the top moments of my life. Like meeting Booker T chopping it up with him. And hopefully we can do it again someday. You know what I mean? Like for real. That's it. We oh, know, like thing. ironically. You know thing too? Oh, thing too? I said I said about Mick. This, when we met him was around the time it was like just days after he brought out the twenty four seven title and we was railing on it like yo that's garbage just get bootlegged hardcore title and he sold us on it he sold us like listen let the right guy get his hands on it and it's gonna sell watch and I said what happened all right and what happened along come R truth out of nowhere I'm like damn it Nick was right and argue with Mick he got it <laughs> argue all the favor no uh, ironically. Probably the most nicest, chill wrestler I had ever met at the time, at least, is one with probably one of the worst reputation, Randy Orton. Like, I met Randy Orton when I was ten years old. Like, but tell that story when you wrote when you wrote WWE. Ooh, okay, hold on. Let me let me get this out of the way first. This My is a bad. classic. Uh, YK classic YK wrestling. I told this. On, I think yeah. I told this on the first episode. Or, yeah, yeah, or it was a long time. Or, ago. First or second episode. Uh, damn. But uh, I'll get to that in a second. But um, I met Randy Orton when I was ten years old. It was a it was a autograph signing um, that they had at the arena uh, the day tickets went on sale for a house show that was happening uh, like like the next month. And uh, when I met Randy Orton at like ten in the morning, man, he was cool as hell. Like my mom was having issues with the camera, you know, getting the camera to, to take the picture correctly. So like, he was hella chill about it. Like he, he didn't mind waiting to take the pictures. So like, I had a good experience cause I wasn't expecting a good experience. Cause like at the time, I'm, like I said, I'm 10 years old. It's still real to me, damn it. So I'm thinking like, man, this dude is an asshole on TV. He a dick. Like, he with Evolution, man. I don't like Triple H. Like, I'm tired of seeing Triple H every Monday for 20 minutes at the start of the show. Like, I'm done. Randy Orton was hella nice, bro. Like, I was like, damn, he was nice as hell. Like, 
Oh, yeah. He's been my favorite one. You know, he's been in my top three favorite wrestlers ever since. So, like, when I start hearing all this stuff coming out about him, like, being a dick to people backstage, being an asshole to other fans, like, a few years later, I'm like, wasn't, wasn't like that with me. me. Right. I don't, I don't got that experience. So, like, <laughs> I can't think nothing bad about people, people talking down on my boy. Like, it, here, here's what got here's what got Randy Orton over with me forever. Like every few years, Randy Orton kind of like resets his overness with me. So like he had it when I was young as a as a kid. He reset it when he took that picture with Migos at the airport like five years ago. Even better, he helped, Randy Orton helped me go viral off of that picture. I went viral. Randy I, is famous, famous. Yeah, I, yeah, he he famous, famous. Like yeah. I went, I went viral on Vine making Migos Orton vines. Like, if, if y'all don't, I don't know if y'all saw this on the internet back then. Like, it's probably just in a really, really niche part of like wrestling Twitter. Uh, Migos Orton hashtag Migos Orton based on the picture that Randy Orton took with Migos, where he basically like substituted for Quavo at the airport because Quavo wasn't there, and it's Randy Orton. And uh, <laughs> so with that be like. It was me and like two other dudes on Vine, and we would just take clips of like Randy Orton, and we would put Migo songs over them, and like the songs actually matched up to what was going on and he was doing. Like, <laughs> it, it it was fun. It was so fun, dude. I went viral on Vine back then, so like, yeah, he he reset his overness with me there, and then like he tweeted out Black Lives Matter a few months ago, and he just like reset his overness completely for like the next five years. So he good with me and my book forever. I told y'all the story. He tweeted Black Lives Matter and he having like one of his best career years like at the same time. Like he he the goat. Okay. Uh, I, I told I told y'all the story <laughs> when I met Manu and what he told me about Randy, right? No. Yeah, you told you told us about that. Yeah, yeah, yo. You told you told us about it like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah, because I met Manu. He was doing a show uh that my boy was wrestling you at. That nigga. He owed me some money. Yeah, I was like, yo, he's still cool on. He said, fuck Warren. That nigga owed me money. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. And it, and it, this is this is totally irrelevant to anything. But like, you ever realize how much like the Samoan wrestlers be saying nigga? Yeah. Yes. Like I didn't think like you told like you told us that story, and then I seen uh, uh Jay Uso had posted on Instagram about uh, a picture of him getting pulled over by the cops, and he was like hashtag just another nigga, and I was like, I didn't think they be saying nigga a lot. I know they do. <laughs> the Usos especially the Usos with Maga, I know they say nigga a lot. Rikishi probably say nigga a lot. Have we? Have you ever had any bad experiences with a wrestler? <laughs> uh, one of y'all go first, cause like, when did I become? I don't got <laughs> terrible. Like the Jericho one was a uh, character, so like that one, I, I don't no, trip uh, over that. But. I think it's just I never had really no bad ones. I mean, Kane didn't take a picture. I mean, well, no, like sign something. My brother cussed him out. Uh, Kazarian and like Christopher Daniels act like they just didn't want nothing to do with no type of fans. Hold on, let me let me round up that trifecta because like one time I just like I walked past Scorpio Sky and I nodded to him. That nigga didn't nod back. Yeah, (laughs) I was kind of upset. Mind you, mind you, the event was at the Tuscany. That's so where it happened amazing. too. It it was it was the same event. It was it was Kaz's uh, little rock band. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga, we had the Tuskegee. That was yeah, we, yeah, we, in we, Las we Vegas. was together. Like 
We walked yeah, past. Yeah. We walked past them in a room. All the FCU was in a room together, and we walked past. Oh yeah, yeah, seen, yeah, yeah. I seen Scorpio. Well, remember when we first got there? Cause Zarian was actually Kaz was cool he with was us right like, at first. Though. Yeah, he was. He was. He like he gave us a head nod, but like. Yeah, but he. But like, he I had seen like, Scorpio like, style yeah. like right after that, like literally, like probably twenty minutes at like twenty minutes, twenty. Oh, seconds that little room, that, yeah, that, I remember yeah, that. that little yeah. last room, and I like Scorpio style was in there with his little, you know, the nigga had the snap back on with the jean jacket yeah. and shit. Nigga was dressed like Joe Budden and shit, but like yeah, that might just be somebody's personality too. Yeah, you think about it, maybe. But Christopher Daniels, he was just like, and Scorpio style goes, just looked at us like. I'm like, man, you're the, you're the nigga. Well, no. Dude. No, 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 think about it. Christopher Daniels answered some questions on that little elevator ride. That was no, a long was re- elevator ride, and I asked all was, my he questions. He was ready to get the fuck out of here, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was literally leaving on the last day. Like, he was like, man, I'm done with these motherfuckers. Like, I know he yeah. couldn't wait to get to the car. That's why I wasn't really talking to him. But I was like, I know he's tired, but here, Malik, go. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so what? I might never see night. you again. I need to get my questions out the way, sir. I think the night the night I met Tony Atlas, there was a uh, they was doing you met show. Tony Atlas. He yeah, told us he I told us he this met. too. He told us this one too. Yeah, I must say I, I yeah. thought I told God that story. Yo, he was a wild I, boy. I, I don't man. know. Why I thought I thought you said you met him, TC. No, that was Reed. Nah, nah. Okay. Tony Atlas. Yo, Tony he Atlas straight up. He said yo. something like fucking or something like that, right? Yeah. You go still do some pussy. It started yeah. off. It started off so cool. Like he was like, "Yeah, man, I still do everything from time to time." It's like it was all cordial. And he just busted out of nowhere, and I still do some pussy all the time too. I'm like, <laughs> "I wasn't going there." <laughs> but yeah, we was talking about like you know rock and everything like that because you know he's close to the family, so he's like talking about them and everything. But um, Tommy Dreamer was on that same show, and like right before he went out for it, I saw him right up the corner. I went to go that much. He, he gave me dapped up real quick. He looked like he didn't want to, though. <laughs> he was like, he was trying to get Dang. the fuck out of here, do this show, and go home. But I was like, hey, man, listen, listen. I'm just trying to show you some love. You know what I'm saying? I'm a yeah. But other, and I, and other I, than that, oh, I'm ahead. sorry. I had one more question. Yeah. You know, before we like really probably get up out of here or move on, I want to talk about something I brought up. I want to say, around last year when AEW first started and we had NWA on and I was saying how do I power will always have AEW dark tagged in a video and now we're starting to see wrestlers yeah Ricky Starks showed up from power are coming yeah yeah so I'm like what deal do they have is this a deal because I, if I'm I not know. mistaken, NWA is not gone. But like I said, TC, they used to always tag AEW in their videos. So I wonder, do they have like a partnership? Like, you know, I think it was probably just a, a working collab relationship. Like, you know, yeah, because Stark, because well, how do I look? Stark just on with AEW. Uh, yeah, and then uh, I seen the, when Ricky Starks came out, the little, little little graphic that had his name said he was making his debut. In yeah. AEW, but I don't know if this is like technically he was making his debut because he's never been on right. there before. Right. I don't know. Well, that they, they, they named him as an unsigned right. wrestler too. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not signed. I, I noticed that too because like we had a the Rock and Roll Express were on there like late last year. They haven't been on yeah. there since. But they might Just have something. Keep your eyes out for. 
You know what I mean? Like, what what relationship do they have you know, with one another? Since the you know new new uh, NWA was like the third because like they couldn't get New Japan or Ring of Honor, so it was like just get yeah. NWA. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, let me let me run back this story though, man. Um, so I was ten years old. I was like nine or ten, man. Uh, I think was, I think it was ten. I think it was like it was around the same time I met Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> Scott Steiner, yeah, this is definitely 2003. Scott Steiner was uh, around in WWE, had those two terrible matches with Triple H, and uh, they just, like, kept this dude out the main event scene for the remainder of the time he was there. Um, Excuse me, I had to clear my throat. Um, So, listen, man, um, I got. I got to. I got to remember what. Uh, what. Uh, what. Take, what all happened. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time, yeah. Pastor. Um. <laughs> so. Test. R.I.P. to test. Uh. Rest in peace. Test back then he was he was looking for something different with his career and he was a uh, he had Stacy Keebler as like his manager. Stacy Keebler was you know being a manager to folks and uh. And uh, and Test uh, ended up treating her like a dog. Like ten year old me, I kind of got mad. So I'm like, should have never gave me the internet at ten years old. Uh, Cause I ended up finding yes. out. I, I ended up finding out a way on, on WWE's corporate website where you could you could send in uh, letters and like it was supposed to go directly to uh, the wrestlers and. Uh, I, I sent Testa, I sent Testa a little nasty letter, fam. Like <laughs> I didn't I didn't like how he was treating Stacy. And uh and Scott Steiner ended up, you know, treating her the same way down the line. But uh yeah, I I, I wasn't I, I didn't like it, man. I, I did not like it. I was I was 10 years old, uh didn't like seeing domestic violence and uh, Do you remember what you said in that note? <clears throat> excuse me, I said um I don't remember exactly what I said, but I do remember uh, telling him that even though I'm 10 years old, I will still whoop your ass if you don't keep your hands off of women. (laughs) (laughs) True story. True story. (laughs) It's still real to me, damn it. (laughs) You pressed this. I want to know who read that letter. I do too. I, I would love to be a fly on the wall to whoever like who has to like pull those when they come through. It is a probably like look at this. <laughs> look at this. Look at this dumbass kid. He says he's 10 years old. He's gonna whoop test his ass. They probably sent it to test and everything. <laughs> test test I, listen, that's probably if they sent that to test and he saw that, I hope that he thought that was a, that's a compliment. Like that shows you do your job well. Like yeah. (laughs) So like that's that's a big compliment. I kind of hope he read it. That is funny. You're not a proper heel if you don't get hate mail, right? (laughs) If you don't keep your hands off on this. Oh man. I was mad as hell. I was like, bro. Especially I had a crush on Stacy at that time too. So like that only just made me just who did even more mad. 
I had this poster of the Dudley Boys on, on my wall, and like this was Stacy like, when she yeah, was with them. It was Stacy was Ooh, her manager, so like she was yep, with them in yep. the posters. So I was like, man, this poster is cold. This poster <laughs> flames. I love this damn poster. I don't even like the Dudleys like that. I was a Hardy Boys guy. Yes, sir. But I still hung that poster up because of Stacy. <laughs> my dad got me an autograph from the Godfather at the dump. You told you told that one before. That's 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 a unique story. Like my dad, he always talks about that. Anytime I bring up the Godfather, remember I got you his autograph. Like yeah, dad. Like uh, I, I ever, you ever randomly meet a wrestler somewhere? No, I've, I've never. Had. I, I I swore I saw Killer Cross at Target like three months ago. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. swore I swore that was him. Like only thing I was be like, bro, what you doing over here in this area? But like other than that, it looked just like him. I know he lived here. So like it it was on it was on a Tuesday, so like he wasn't in Florida for he NXT. Yeah. I don't know if it was him or not. It looked like him. He was tall, tall white dude, but you know, he wasn't bald bald, but like you know, bald people, Rick, you bald, you know, like your hair grow back a little bit. <laughs> yes, sir. So, nah, I'm, I'm clean, bro. But y- y- y'all see Chico B? He got the dreads now. What? The, what? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. I see, I see Kev on stage had like some locks. Yeah. It pissed yeah. me off. <laughs> this is what I don't like. Like, I grew this shit, bro. I grew, I've been, I locked my hair up in 2014. I'll be seeing dudes now all the time just popping up. When Fetty Wap came and he had locks, I was so mad. And I just see it all the time now. Like, why are y'all like. Remember Deontay Wilder had locks? Did he? Yes, what? he had he had braids in his hair. Yeah. I, I knew he had the little, the, the game braids. Uh, he been yeah. having them. No, no, he had like for a while. Now he had some legit. Yeah, I'm so happy you took that out of his head. That's not okay. Y'all see Scotty Pippen got braids? Stop playing, bro. <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro, y'all, y'all did not see that picture of Scotty? I've I've seen no, the picture. I, I try I try not to remember that picture. Reed, you not seen his picture, dog? I did not. He's too damn old, bro. <laughs> it gotta be at a, after a certain age. You can't do that shit no more. <laughs> Bro, like I couldn't see Scotty with with braids in the nineties. This is twenty twenty. <laughs> like he, he used to have braids when he was with Portland back, like back in the late nineties, yep, like yep, around yep, then. Yep. But like he got braids now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hold on, I'm about after to find this he picture. He got straighted. But the, well, the let me tell you if you can see this. Oh yes! Oh what, <laughs> dude? Scotty Pop, bro, man, future to ruin this man' life. <laughs> Facts. I'm trying to find the other picture. It's another picture like they freshly done. This man went on TV with them braids, though. Man. Oh, good. You know what we need to talk about too. I mean, we don't gotta be today. Wrestlers that we like that just didn't do nothing. That just didn't go nowhere. Some hoes fresh, man. Bro. <laughs> hey, Scotty, you you top 50 all the time, but we might have to take you off that list. <laughs> that that list 20 years right. old anyway, so it needs some reworking. Yeah, that, that list is, yeah. 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 Yo, so, a lot of reworking. 
Did y'all get the message that I sent y'all? Tweet? The, the takeover logo? Yeah, I saw that and I can't unsee it now. <laughs> takeover triple X? Yeah. I was like, yo. Check it out right now. Like, we just. Hey, what, what matches y'all want to see that takeover, man? Uh, we we already clearly getting uh Keith Lee and Karrion Cross, but yeah, that that that's going down for the for the NXT title, and then we get in the ladder match for the uh North American joint. But like, well, I, we we might as well we might as well speak it into existence because it's gonna happen anyway. Io Shirai well, and Dakota Kai. Yeah, that's even right. though I want to see Candice, but yeah. That, 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 is cool. is Candice kind of still in Dakota Kai Thunder right now, man? Because Dakota Kai, like when 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 she first got that, started going that hill run, it was like, oh, we could have something here. But that Candice Dakota is, Kai is kind of like, cooled off a lot yeah. Yeah. since since February when uh she beat Tegan Knox at that takeover. She's cooled she, off. A she's lot. doing good now because she had that little three win three week win streak, and now she's she's going after EO, but. I said, I said from the jump when when Candace turned heel, I'm like she's benefiting the most from it. And yeah. after that, after that, that street fight with Mia, like yo, she. That's what I'm saying. Because right I remember when Dakota turned, it was like, oh well, she she about to be up there. But yeah. now that Candace turned with Johnny, it was like maybe she took a little back seat. Yeah. Somebody you gotta go to SmackDown is is all I'm saying. Well, let's hope she don't Somebody's. go too early. Somebody plural. She, she plural because down indie SmackDown need a lot of help, but oh my god, who who on the indie scene? Hope you ain't talking about who you talking about. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying if she if she goes up too early, we might catch her on the indie scene. Oh, yeah. I thought you said no. I would never talk about that person ever <laughs> I again. Like say. I see, I see the thing today. People talking about her going somewhere, and I'm like, Ooh. is you crazy? Is you dumb? Is you stupid? I don't want to see her on ever again. In the T-word. Tully Blanchard's daughter. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean... We, hold on, right? We Chris Benoit and her off of this show. Like, <laughs> yo! <laughs> after today's show, never... What would Vince McMahon say? After this, uh-huh. there will be no mention of Tessa Blanchard on this podcast I, I, ever again. And if they, what happens if they sign her? Well, if they sign her, we're going to have to talk about her, but, like... But we're not, we not going to know. I mean, like... <laughs> no, we're not going to know her. If, it, if it's... Her, we'll if call it's, her TB and leave it at that. If it's, re- if it's relevant in conversation, we'll mention her, but for right now... You're going to do, you're gonna do like, the video games, call it default? Yeah, default. Created, <laughs> That's her name, default. Created horsewoman <laughs> number five. Hmm... <laughs> No, she she'll get that horsewoman's respect. I don't care who your daddy is. You ain't getting none of that horsewoman respect. Facts. You a horsewoman offspring. Horseman offspring. I mean, you're not you're not a part of that four horsewomen. Sorry. Yo, daddy was a worse horseman anyway. Oh, people don't like to talk about that though. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. You struck a nerve. Is that, is, <laughs> you just struck a nerve somewhere. Hold, hold on, real quick. Is that somebody, not a somebody go listen to somebody this and get is tripping I'm just saying that right, right now. now. Somebody TC. go listen to this and get pissed off. I'm Somebody's telling you right now. Somebody's tripping out right now. Yep. Unfollowing us and everything right now. But is that is that not a fact though? Can't argue. Big. I mean, Ric Flair goes without saying. Arn Ar- yep. Anderson and O Anderson, they you know one of the best tag teams of all time. 
Like your talk. And then there's Tully Blanchard. Come on now. Come on now. Like he was also PC. he was also there the least amount of time out of everybody too. Like in the original in the original group. Yeah. Like really. Because that group don't have the best selecting members after that. Yeah. They have we, a whole botch Mongo Mondays we dedicated had, to him. Listen, in WCW, they had the worst. Look, that Steve McMongo page is hilarious, though. I said Steve McMongo. Yeah. That Steve McMichael page is jokes. I follow it. Uh, yeah. Listen, I'm a, we're going to name off some of the members of the Horsemen. That I actually forgot about a lot of these guys. Uh, Lex Luger was thing. there for like a year. Uh, Barry oh, Windham. Yeah. Sting was there. Uh, Sid. Uh, Paul Roma. Brian Pillman, Mongo, uh, Jeff Jarrett. Mongo. Uh, Kurt was Jeff Jarrett a part of? Yeah, Jeff Man was a part of He was, he was, he was in NWO. Yeah. He was in the Bullet Club. Oh. <laughs> we uh, don't we don't count him at the Bullet Club. I don't care what no. nobody say. He was never a member of that great group. But they had a they had D Malenko. I, I, I we all knew that one. Uh yes, sir. Mr. My dad Perfect. had a shirt with all them. Yeah, Mr. with Mr. Perfect on Mr. it. Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig was there for like a month and then he turned on them at war games. And then they had a they had, you know, homeboy that yes, that sir. one that won the Royal Rumble in two thousand four. He was in there too. I'm so mad. I can't wear my shirt anymore. My dad had that cold shirt when he was all wearing them tuxedos, holding up the four. I used to, I stole that from my pops, man. I mean, you can still wear it. Just probably can't go to no I, shows. I can't, right? bro. I can't wear No, I can't wear it nowhere. Like, that changed the world. It changed more than wrestling. It was the world. I ain't wearing that anywhere. <laughs> Nathaniel, nothing. No. Hey, Tully Blanchard wasn't that big of a bum, but like, He won the NWA title. Did. I didn't know that. I'll be damned. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> it's not, it's, I did not know. We out here talking about Tully Blanchard. Like, yeah, it's about that yeah. time. Hey, yeah. man, young, <laughs> young King's wrestling. But man. hold on, hold on. But we, we got a tournament coming up pretty soon, man. Please yeah, let us yeah, know. yeah. Yeah, we got y'all, the y'all uh, favorite. Uh, go listen, if, if y'all made it this far, uh, in, in the podcast, you know, it's only been like an hour, but if you made it this far, uh, let us know what your favorite promos are, man. We got some coming up here in the next couple sure. weeks, so let's let us know what your, your favorite promos all the time. It do not matter what promotion WCW, WWE, ECW, NWA, Wrestling Society, X, NWA. I think I said them already. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Jim Crockett promotions. It don't matter, fam. Smoky TNA, Mountain. Smoky Mountain, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Lucha Underground. Uh, so whatever, man. Triple um, A. Triple A. You know, give us some. Give us some in 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 Spanish. You know, New Japan. Give us some in Japanese. It Ring don't matter. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor got some really good promos. You know. Very yes, notable, sir. very notable ones from from very notable people. People, so whatever ones you like, man. You know, it, it could be a it could be a Dave Meltzer promo that he might have cut on his radio show at one point. You know, sometimes he be feeling himself a lot. Um, <laughs> he, be, he be feeling himself sometimes. He just he just go off and cut a promo. It, it might be good to be on there. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You said you said you got the one. 
that Mickey did when she kidnapped Ashley. Yes. Yeah, that, that's got to be. Uh, I'm going to tell you something right now, bro. That's got to be the most psycho shit I've ever been turned on by in my life. Like, I was I was a fan of Mickey going into this, but when that happened, like, I was in love. Something fucked up with me, I guess. But that was just like, yeah, her nose is bleeding and she looking real crazy. And I'm just like, yeah, I need me some Mickey <sighs> in my life. <laughs> Did they? I don't know. Did- I'm still watching Dynamite. They, uh, they broke a cooler over somebody's face. A cooler of beer what? over the Dark Order. Okay. Oh, well, thank y'all for listening. Y'all, y'all made it this far. FTR, FTR is is they who I'm referring to with the uh, with, with uh, Hangman and Kenny Kenny Omega. Uh, hey, well, if you made it this far, man, thank you for listening. This has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Go ahead and plug your socials, y'all. Malik.lv, one or two Ks, it don't matter. They both me, like I always yeah, say. Man. No, I'm TC, a, shut up. I'm going to ask. <laughs> I'm asking every episode. I, this is, listen, I'll be coming across these casting calls, and they'd be like, we need an influencer that has, like, a couple thousand followers. And I'm like, damn, if only I had that page. So, like, I'm going to keep asking. Yeah, I mean, we have a wrestling page. That you I can't do. use that. Like, that's, that's, a, that's already established. Like, it's what your name. It's what your name. It's okay. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do for the page? Like, Switch you back when you're done. No. Uh, let me, let yeah. me just use a Malik LV for, for, like, a couple months. Like, let me, let me lease it for, like, three months. <laughs> I'll, I'll, even, I'll even grow it. More than it's it is right now. Yeah, I got some plans that I'm thinking about, but we could talk more. It it it, it involves influencer like stuff, months. so you might you might yeah. I know, I know, man. I'm bad with social media. Hey, what's what's I, your social media? Uh, yeah. yeah, hit me uh, at Reek Havoc 24. And hey, Reek, give me that Reek Havoc 24 page. <laughs> man, listen, you don't got a lot of followers though. I really don't. <laughs> it don't matter, man. I'm working still. And of go, course, go, you know, go, go run that up, man. Hey, sports is back now. Yeah. Yes, sir. Check me on at the Havoc Hour. If I can get some topics together, I might shoot tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and, I, I will, and if I do, I'll let y'all know to come Thank through. you, Reek. Thank <laughs> Laker, you. The Lakers Reek. play tomorrow, man. Baseball start this weekend. Yeah, yeah. WNBA back on Sunday. Well, it's back on Saturday, but we don't care because it's Sunday. One Sunday, that's when the Aces play. Aces play Sunday. That's how. That's how I felt about the NBA today. Because like the Clippers played, uh, the Nuggets played. I think Philly played. I didn't care. I was like, the Lakers play tomorrow. Like, that's the first game I'm gonna watch. I'm not watching nobody else. Yeah, yeah. I seen a little highlights. You know, I seen Bowl Bowl and all. They won't, yo. They. They said they're they going to schedule him for a drug test after that first game. Yeah, he, he had to take a drug test after the game. Like, come on, man. That's, that's disrespectful. Y'all where are you in the drugs from? <laughs> you in the bubble the whole time. Where, where you would have got them? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, hey. Hashtag get at me, Dakota. I know, know you're busy right now. I know you're chasing belts and everything like that. But I'm chasing bays. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, get at me real Hey, quick. speaking of belts, man, shout out to the, to the GOAT tag team. And Impact Wrestling, Motor City Machine that. Guns won yes. the uh, they won the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championships from uh, the North. The North were champions for like a year, in like a year and a week or two. Um, yeah. 
Motor City Machine Guns, you know, they made their return at Slammiversary this weekend, and uh, they ended up getting the title shot, and they won. It was a, it was a cool little match. So uh, I was actually shocked to find out they only won – this is only their second reign as tag champs. I could have swore they won it, like, three yeah. or four times before. But they're the GOAT yeah. tag team. I don't care. They're better than the Dudleys. They're better than Beer Money. They're better than America's Most Wanted. They're better than the Naturals. They're better than the beautiful people. They're better Stand. than uh, who Eric Young and whoever his partner was. I don't, I don't remember. They were very nice people, ladies. Yeah. I didn't really follow uh, the Motor City, the tag team, but I know I watched Chris Saban back in the day. Like, hey, go watch, go watch those matches, bro. Oh, Joe, like that. Go I watched the Motor that. City Machine Gun matches from like yeah. 2006, 2007. It will warm your heart. I honestly I can't even give you just uh an actual matches off rip. I just know it was the goat and I enjoyed watching them back in the day. I'm gonna check that yep. out. Cause I know I watched Chris Saban. Chris Saban was killer. You know Chris Saban was cold. Alex Shelley was cold with Kushida. Yeah. Where Kushida been too, man? Yo, for re- we'll do that for another episode. Because <laughs> you know I'm, I'm gonna go on another rank. Like, yo, where my guy been at? <laughs> I swear, Kushida show up like <sighs> once and he disappeared for like three months. Facts. And it, it just it's cyclical. It just keeps on happening like that. Because he'll he'll have like a two met a two match arc, like he did with Cameron Grimes, and then he'd be gone again. It's like, what, what's up with you, bro? But like he'd be winning too, though. That's what makes it more confusing. Like, yeah, you know, won a match and then disappeared. I don't know, man. Hey, follow us at uh, YK Wrestling everywhere, man. Uh, we're gonna get out of here, you know. We uh, ain't really had nothing to talk about, so but we, you know, made it we work. Just, we just shot the shit, bro. We just shooting, shooting from the yes, head. Sir. Yes, sir. Bang, bang. Pow. <laughs> hey, shout out to Ron Simmons. Y'all see Ron Simmons on Raw this week? Nation two point oh. Hall of Famer Ron Simmons was talking to uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. And then uh, that's that's when Shelton Benjamin won the title. But it was interesting, man. Her business hey, looking like Nation 2.0. Yes, sir. I, I yeah. got scared, though. I got scared watching Raw during that segment, though, like right after it, when it was a MVP Lashley and Shelton in the ring. I got really scared because Ricochet and Cedric Alexander walked out and they both had microphones in their hand. Okay. I was frightened. <laughs> I was I'm like, going. damn, we got to hear both of these boys talk. <laughs> But hey, man, this has been another fun <laughs> show, man. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, follow us at YK Wrestling. That's all I got to say, man. Any, What's again? Last words, guys. Hey, uh, man, get blessed money, not stress money, man. And always yeah. speak your peace, man. Like I always say. Yes, sir. Get at me, Dakota. Get at him, Dakota. I got a tag. I'm gonna tag you again till I get blocked. <laughs> the most likely was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> nah, listen real quick before before I close. I was watching uh Mia Yim's YouTube page and she's like exposing all the DMs she gets, and it's very weird. Uh-oh. I bet. <laughs> very weird. <laughs> do do better, fans. Like stop sending uh, these women these weird ass DMs. Stop like, thinking you're gonna get with a beautiful woman smelling like cigarettes and must and she ass. Has- she half black, yeah. so she ain't playing bullshit from the first place. She half black, and like she already with Keith Lee, who's doing yeah. pretty well for himself, I might say. You know, he he just lost one yeah. of his titles today, but 
<laughs> Other than that, he's doing pretty well. Yeah, you're not gonna like don't stop stop getting in in these women's DMs and calling them by their actual name that they don't go by. Mia Yim does not go by her actual name. Don't call her that. Especially when she don't know you. Yeah. I do it sometimes. Like, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I do it sometimes with, like, Sasha. I might, like, call Sasha by her, like, actual name. I, I never do that. Like, but, when like, I'm at, I met like, Byron last year. I called him Byron. Like, I'm like, not listen, never... though. Only reason I do that with Sasha because, like, <laughs> hashtag main event Sasha just don't flow as well as hashtag main event Mercedes. So, that's my that's my justification for it, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not gonna call Baron Corbin Tom. <laughs> that's his real name, Tom. Yeah, he's Tom from now on on this show. He's <laughs> Tom. <laughs> but like, Let's go. I mean, the, King, the, King Tom. Listen, the, the dudes. Tom. Listen, but the dudes King in the King. locker room call him Football Tom, though. But like, <laughs> I'm not gonna call him that. But like, I'm yeah, not. I, I am. am. I am. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna call I'm not gonna call Adam Cole Austin. Like I'm a, I will get myself blocked by Baron Corbin. I'm like, gonna call him King listen, Tom. I call like sometimes I'll call Bailey Pam because like the same reason. Like Grand oh, Slam Bailey. Like, Grand Slam like Bailey don't flow as well as Grand Slam Pam. Like Grand Slam Pam is a banger. So listen, like, she look she looked like Pam now. I'm gonna call her Pam. That's what she's like right anyway. I'm calling her Bailey. She do look like a Pam, she's right? Not, she she's not Karen. She, she look like a, a Rebecca. Pam. She do like a Rebecca. That's, yeah, she could have that. Let's end the show on that. King Tom, we King see Tom. you later. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs>